0: Section 23b Critical Thinking and Human Nature Cognitive Bias In thinking about problems, we are seldom the perfectly rational actor we hope to be. Instead, we are influenced by a number of factors that shape how we interpret information, weigh its relevance, and ultimately decide upon a course of action or inaction as the situation dictates. Psychologists use a term, bounded rationality, to describe the actual operating state of the human mind. What this means is that we are unable to be comprehensive in our gathering and analysis of information as decision-making models assume. Instead of being truly rational and making the best possible decision, we end up satisficing. Cognitive bias in our decision processes result in several traps decision makers need to guard against. Some of the more common are overconfidence bias. Humans are overconfident in their own judgments, often unreasonably so. Sunk cost effect. The tendency to escalate commitment to a course of action you have already made a substantial investment or resources in, time, money, personnel, etc despite poor performance. Availability bias. Tendency to place too much emphasis on information we have available instead of the information we need during decision-making. Confirmation bias. The most prevalent bias. This propensity refers to our tendency to gather and use information that confirms our existing views while downplaying or avoiding information that challenges our working hypothesis. Anchoring bias. The unconscious tendency to allow an initial reference point to distort our estimates, even when that initial reference point is completely arbitrary. Starting at an extreme position may act as anchor for all parties in a decision process or negotiation. In a negotiation, this bias can work in favor of the side that strikes out the initial reference point. Both sides tend to use the initial position as a reference point for the solution. For example, car salesman techniques, illusory bias, tendency to jump to conclusions about the relationship between two variables when in fact no relationship correlation exists, hindsight bias, the tendency to judge past events as easily predictable when in fact they were not easily foreseen. This bias limits our ability to learn from past mistakes and may affect how leaders evaluate subordinate decision-making, egocentrism, when we attribute more credit to ourselves for group or correlative outcome than an outside party making an unbiased assessment would, As decision-makers, airmen need to be aware of cognitive biases and consciously take steps to guard against their effects. The habitual application of critical thinking methods to the gathering and analysis of information helps reduce our unconscious and natural tendency to satisfy in decision-making. Some techniques to counter cognitive biases include 23.2.3.1, After-action reviews provide powerful learning moments for participants and serve as a forum for feedback to the decision maker about his-her decision style, helping to prevent repetition of mistakes. Seeking unbiased outside expert input can help provide a check and balance on reasoning and the interpretation of available information. Creating a decision environment encouraging candid dialogue and vigorous debate is perhaps the most effective way to minimize the influence of cognitive bias. Mental Frames Each of us uses mental frameworks and shortcuts to simplify our understanding of a complex world. The use of these frameworks helps us process information quickly and efficiently. Understanding that these frameworks contribute to the bias presented earlier, the following discussion is intended to make you aware of how the frameworks you have built based on your own unique personal experiences. These experiences shape your own decision-making process and the solutions you derive. Frames consist of our assumptions about how things are related and how they work. How we frame a problem influences the decisions we make. This effect is particularly noticeable when framing a challenge as either a risk or an opportunity. Research shows that the human mind estimates the expected return when confronted with a risky situation, and that we tend to be risk-adverse. Our risk aversion and the importance of framing are explained in Prospect Theory. Prospect Theory According to the Prospect Theory, framing a situation as a potential gain causes decision-makers to act differently than framing some situation as a potential loss. Faced with potential losses, most people are willing to take greater risks than when faced with potential gains. The prospect theory helps explain our tendency to escalate commitment based on sunk costs instead of making rational evaluations based on how things exist today. Based on sunk costs arguments, leaders often take on more and more risk, committing additional resources in order to avoid losses even when the chances of success are low. Risk or Opportunity Another implication of framing is how organizations react when faced with changes in the operating environment or mission tasking. At the organizational level, threats to our comfortable framework of assumptions are often met with rigid resistance while changes we see as opportunities are met with flexible and adaptive approaches. Often inaccurate expectations are established as a result of mental frames applied by decision-makers. As human beings, airmen are subject to the initial frameworks we establish when confronting change. For good or bad, these frameworks act to limit the information we take in, our willingness to fairly and unbiasedly assess information, and ultimately restrict the solution sets we create. Intuition. When decision-makers use intuition to choose courses of action, they are not evaluating a whole series of alternatives and are not selecting solutions based on objective analysis. Intuition is based on previous experience and matching patterns from these experiences to cues picked up in the current environment. As patterns are recognized, humans automatically reason by analogy, projecting past situations into our current environment. Based on recognition of patterns, decision makers often select a course of action as if reading a script instead of exploring a wide range of options. Having decided on an initial preferred course of action, senior leaders often mentally play out the solution and, if it seems feasible, they go with it. For decision makers, intuition is both a powerful guide and a potential decision trap. When operating in challenging or ambiguous situations, highly experienced professionals often have intuitive reactions to events. Although unable to articulate their unconscious pattern recognition, experts are often correct in their analysis and selection of a course of action despite what a novice may perceive as a lack of information or signals pointing to a contrary course of action. In highly complex and ambiguous situations, however, the complexity obscures pattern recognition and experienced airmen can mistakenly apply incorrect or outdated models, resulting in poor decision-making. This is especially true when decision-makers are operating outside of their experience base, for instance, when leading higher-level organizations or moving from one career field to another. Key points to remember Airmen, especially leaders within any organization, must be careful about imposing mental frames on themselves and their team in order to create an environment where critical thinking is exercised. When leaders hold back personal opinions, they avoid framing the situation in preconceived ways. That constricts the range of advice and alternatives offered. By consciously avoiding the natural tendency to view change as threatening, intentionally framing change as an opportunity, airmen are free to exercise the habits of mind necessary to make well-informed decisions. A challenge for airmen in a position of responsibility is to avoid the human tendency to continue a course of action due to sunk costs. Proper use of combined intuitive judgment and formal analysis is one means for avoiding this decision trap. The use of analysis to check intuition is an effective decision-making technique. Formal analysis can check intuition and assures you challenge your intuitive judgment, not confirm it. Conversely, intuition is useful in validating and testing the assumptions that underlie analysis. As airmen, recognizing the value of intuition is just as critical as guarding against a lack of analysis in the decision-making process. Do not try to replace intuition with rules and procedures. Intuition is often compressed experience indicating as of yet unrecognized patterns in the environment. Airmen must routinely and consciously create decision processes with information flowing freely in both directions. A simple five-step process for communicating intuitive decisions, seeking feedback, and conveying intent is to use the following statements when addressing decision teams. Here's what I think we face. Here's what I think we should do. Here's why. Here's what we should keep our eye on now talk to me analogies analogies are very powerful decision-making tools and often the greatest innovative breakthroughs occur when analogies from one field or domain are applied to others reasoning by analogy occurs when we assess a situation and match it to similar experiences we have encountered assuming that they are alike At the conscious level, airmen can deliberately use analogies to frame a decision-making process. They save time and provide clues about possible courses of action and implications. At the unconscious level, analogies play a large role in intuition as discussed in the previous section. The critical thinking trap inherent in the use of analogies is they can lead us to focus on similarities between events and downplay important differences. Very powerful experiences from our past leave us overly reliant on very salient analogies, even when they no longer fit current situations, thus blinding airmen to the requirement to explore and question underlying assumptions. In order to avoid the temptation to focus on similarities and downplay differences, decision-makers and their team should consciously make two lists, one describing similarities and the other describing differences. A second technique is to write down and clearly define what you know, what is unknown, and what you presume about the situation you are analyzing. The objective of both these techniques is to clearly separate fact from assumption and then probe your presumptions carefully. The act of questioning our assumptions in any decision process is, at its heart, how we apply the habits of mind necessary for good critical thought.